This week on the Health World Podcast, we have an amazing story of the healing power of the carnivore diet. We speak to Olivia, who goes by Carnivore Ballerina, as she shares her unbelievable story of countless health struggles, from radiation poisoning to dealing with mold and parasites. Olivia has managed to overcome a huge amount of adversity and health issues to pursue her dream of being a ballerina. She reveals to us her secret weapon, a carnivore diet, and how she's managed to heal from all of her conditions. This is an episode you really don't want to miss, so strap yourself in. Enjoy the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome again to the Health World Podcast. We've got another episode here and another interesting story to share. I'm here with Olivia, who's also known online as Carnival Ballerina. Is that correct? Yes. Yes, yes. That's what I, that's what I knew you as at first when we first uh, interacted. Uh, so first off, uh, how are you? I'm good. Feeling great today. Good. Good. That's what we like to hear. So you've got a very interesting health story, um, which we'd like to hear about um, and the journey you kind of went through and the things you had to do to get to to where you are now. So uh, I guess I'll let you kind of start at the beginning with um, with when you first kind of started getting health issues, whether it was from a reasonably young age. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I began to get, um, some forms of symptoms and just feeling not good when I was around, um, 15. And that was due to, I got, uh, mononucleosis. And before I completely healed from that, uh, I traveled and got a bit of radiation poisoning. So radiation really affects your thyroid apart from everything else in your body. It really affects your thyroid. So, uh, that kind of killed my thyroid for a while. And just after a week of traveling, I was always healthy, thin. I was, I grew up on a farm in the middle of nowhere and we ate, uh, like a kind of paleo diet. So I was always healthy, didn't really have any conditions. And, uh, yeah, after a week of traveling and having that radiation poisoning, my body just blew up in size. And for me, that was, pretty devastating uh, since I was training in ballet. So we're always looking at ourselves. We're constantly wearing skin tight clothing and you always see yourself and uh, it's a huge thing. You have to look the part as well. So that was very devastating for me at the time. And that's when it all kind of began. And then uh, when I came back from that trip of getting that, um, I was living alone at the age of 15. So I wasn't properly eating as well. So that didn't help because I thought it was just a weight gain issue. And so I had, um, yeah, overexertion and exercising since I was living alone, as well as not eating enough and uh, getting the proper nutrients and things. Uh, so after that year, that was in 2018. Uh, so in the beginning of 2019, I, I had some blood tests done and I had uh, heavy metal poisoning, which was iron, and I was severely dehydrated, which I had heard somewhere that uh, you shouldn't drink water or you should reduce it so that you're less inflamed. So I took that a bit too, a bit too much. And uh, yeah, that caused severe de- dehydration. So after feeling very frustrated, uh, I asked my mom what I could do uh, dietary wise, because I just thought it was a diet problem. And she suggested the keto diet. So I did that for about two weeks and saw huge results. I remember feeling very bloated uh, just because I was consuming a lot of vegetables. And that obviously just wasn't working for me at the time or now. Um, 
And then eventually we got Sean Baker recommended on YouTube. So then uh, her and I tried carnivore for, I think around two and a half months, but we didn't do enough research into it. So we were eating a lot of processed meats, not enough fats, and we weren't able to source uh, our meat properly. So I wasn't feeling my best on that. And uh, since then, so that was the beginning of 2019 until the beginning of 2022, I was mostly animal-based, just eating some chocolate and sauces and a lot of dairy products. And that was basically it. But uh, during that time, so throughout all of 2020 and then 2021, and then a bit of 2022 and 2023, I had uh, mold poisoning, which I originally got from my ballet school since it was in a poorer country. Uh, and that caused a lot of issues such as bunions, which was kind of like gout, I guess. Uh, a lot of joint pain. I eventually got anemia, so the opposite of the uh, iron overload. Um, and then I got depression, severe fatigue, uh, later on parasites, which caused uh, huge skin rashes, which was really just devastating to be overweight with the mold poisoning, depressed, fatigued, and then to have a skin issue on top of that was just not a fun time. So all of those things I've been able to heal with a carnivore diet, uh, as well as some alternative therapies. So, yeah. <laughs> Well, and that's a lot to have gone through. And like you said, I mean, you were a teenage girl, like, the, you know, things with weight, things with your skin, you know, there's not a worse time of your life to happen than as a teenage girl, really, where appearance yeah. is everything. Yeah. And yeah. so with, with the radiation poisoning, where, where were you traveling to to get that? Yeah, I guess um, it really depends on the person, but I've done some research on it. And depending on the type of uh, security scanners that you go through in airports, they can affect people differently. So I must just be a lot more sensitive to that compared to other people. So that was where I initially got it. There was not the typical uh, scanner, which is just the boxing you walk through, but a different one where it like went all around you. And it was like a couple minutes worth of radiation to get the scan. And then mo more so recently in um, 2022 and a bit of 2021 and 2023 even, uh, I was living in Serbia with my mom and NATO 20 years ago bombed them with depleted uranium. So that is a lot more intense uh, radiation poisoning compared to just your airport scanner, of course. So that's where I got a lot more radiation uh, poisoning more so recently. And that caused a lot of issues. I had uh, my hair was falling out excessively. So I'm still regrowing that. Uh, I got all this extreme bruising all over my legs, which was just like dots I looked I didn't know what it was I thought maybe it's vitamin c because carnivore doesn't have enough vitamin c and I was taking a supplement and I was dosing it a lot so I was taking a lot of it and it didn't change anything and it wasn't until I did a radiation detox that it got rid of that and I don't even bother to take a vitamin c supplement anymore so it was not that but uh yeah those were the two radiation exposures I've had wow that's that's really interesting with the because yeah. I've been through the um the I've had to go in one of those airport scanners before where I think it was was in the US uh, where it goes around you so that's crazy that that's you know that's like you say reacted with you somehow and uh, giving you radiation poisoning that's yeah yeah that's something <laughs> people need to be careful of so you you mentioned obviously you first tried kind of all the first time round but didn't really do it properly and and, and kind of gave up on it which is important like we we say with people that's why it's not just 
we don't just say to people, just do carnivore and you'll be fine. It's good to work with a coach or something who can tell you, you know, let's do this, let's tweak this and that. So what were the issues that you came across the first time around? Yeah, so the first time around, uh, I was very busy with high school and I was still going to a ballet academy. So it was a lot more uh, like an institution compared to private coaching, which I've done a lot more so recently. So I didn't really have a lot of time to look into it. I just thought if it's from an animal, it's fine and I can just consume as much of it as I want. And I didn't know that you need a certain amount of protein, fat. You shouldn't really consume too much dairy, depending on your goals. If you want to stay lean or if you're trying to build muscle, you up the protein. And it was, yeah, all those things that I didn't really look into. So I was just uh, eating a lot of just whatever that was from an animal, uh, as well as I was living in Uruguay in South America and they export all of their meat for the most part. I think now all of it is being exported. So they have very good quality meat, but in the country itself, you have almost no access to it. So I wasn't really getting good quality meat and that was for myself um, a big deal. So, yeah. yeah. Wow, you've 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 uh, had a varied life in terms of your travel and where you where you've lived. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So when you mentioned about the the mold you got from the ballet school, was that when you were in Serbia? That was in Uruguay. So oh, most was... yeah, most of the houses there, even these multi million dollar houses, billion dollar houses, they all just have mold because it's very humid there. And we were building a house. So we spoke with the builders a lot and they would say they'd go and tear apart a wall in almost all the houses there and buildings and it was just covered in mold. So it was very unavoidable there. Wow. Yeah, that doesn't sound good. What were the, uh, what were the symptoms and effects you got from the mold? Yeah, uh, I couldn't really focus at all. That was very hard for me to just focus and even just eventually interact with people. Uh, I got quite depressed, not so depressed until I got parasites in addition to the mold later on, that was worse. Uh, <laughs> so adding on things, um, yeah, everything was just overwhelming for me to intake because it does have a psychological effect on you. I don't remember exactly what the science behind that is, but I was doing some research and it does, um, depending on your mold exposure, as well as how it can affect you personally, it does have a, a psychological effect. So yeah, it was very difficult for me to just uh, process emotions as well. I got severely fatigued. So I had to drop a lot of my ballet training and only do the required amount to pass my exams. Uh, I got a lot of back pain, lower back pain. So it was very painful for me to just stretch it. And uh, edema as well, um, as well as I couldn't really absorb a lot of vitamins and nutrients. So I had a um, absorption problem. And those were mainly the symptoms. Mm. That doesn't doesn't sound good uh, at, at any <laughs> <No>. level. <laughs> that doesn't sound pleasant. And um, so yeah. with the mold, so you said you kind of used some ulterior methods to get rid of that, some detoxes and things. Did you what What did you use for that? Yeah. Uh, so the more so, I guess normal ones that people do that I've also done are just using uh, binders and things like that. So I've done several different binders. I've used uh, like zeolite as well as uh, activated charcoal and uh, bentonite clay. So those are some typical binders that you would use for mold as well as uh, I did go for a bit to this um, clinic in Budapest, Hungary, and I did some blood work there as well as some frequency therapies. 
but those weren't so affected because they didn't really know what the problem was. And at the time, it didn't occur to me that there was obvious mold at my school and that I had mold poisoning. We just thought something's wrong. Maybe they can figure it out. Uh, so that wasn't really helpful. But more so recently, the alternative therapies have been uh, a mixture of biogeometry and uh, like rife to frequency therapy. And those I've noticed to be the most effective. Okay, that's interesting. Did you find, you know, you talked about obviously the, the, the more basic ones with the charcoal and things like that. Did you find that they did help or did they not really have too much effect? Uh, I think for the mold itself, it had some effect, but I never noticed like a, a week after taking it or like several months after taking it where I would just feel amazing. It helped a bit, but it wasn't until I incorporated the different therapies as well that I felt my best. So it did help to some extent, but I don't think it was enough for me. Yeah. 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 I, th I think a lot of uh, when I, when I see people talking about using that and be people having the mold issues, I, I think with a lot of people, it struggles to fully solve the problem. Um, yeah. those kind of therapies, I think it, like you say, it might give some light relief, but to, to fully, uh, kind of get it under control seems like a lot more. So just for, for anyone who maybe has those mold issues, could you just expand a bit more on, on the ones you use now, the therapy you've used to actually help it? Yeah. Uh, so the frequency therapy, which is a bit more common than the biogeometry, the frequency therapy that I have been, uh, using my mom actually has been the healer because uh we've tried a bunch of different things actually the only other thing that has been really beneficial has been uh, acupuncture and some other chinese medicine so that i really highly recommend because that was helpful but um apart from that everything else that we tried alternative therapy as in going to uh, practitioners wasn't really helpful but so the frequency therapy is um rife frequency therapy and the one that we have been using specifically is called Spooky 2. And the reason it's called Spooky is because you don't need to actually physically be anywhere near it. You just take a piece of DNA, you put it in the frequency machine, and then from there, it'll just put the frequency that it matches you with that you need into the piece of DNA. So I could be in Africa and the machine could be in Italy and it could still be working for me as long as it has a piece of my DNA. Wow. So it's, it's a bit odd. Yeah, that's, that's crazy, but amazing that, you know, it's obviously worked. So yeah, yeah. that's crazy. That's unbelievable. And what, and what's the, what's the other one you use? The other one, I am not exactly familiar with how it works. It's a bit more complex. Uh, I think it's based off of some, ancient Egyptian healing practices where you take um, certain figures and shapes such as like geometrical shapes as well as certain numbers and things. And the great thing about it is that you can test to see exactly what the person needs and like, I guess, dosage of things. So uh, the only proof for myself, at least that I have that it works is when I had parasites, I would just tell my mom, okay, uh, I think I have parasites. Can you test me for this one? she would take a photo of a certain parasite, test me. I wouldn't take anything, any form of binder, anything to pull it out. And after she would give me a certain geometrical form or something, uh, I could physically see them coming out of me. So that's my proof that it works. And I, that's where I believe, because I was skeptical at the beginning, she was taking this course on how it could 
work and it sounded a bit crazy, but uh, after seeing the physical outcome of it, I thought, okay, there's obviously something to it then. Yeah, yeah, clearly. That's amazing. Again, I think, I mean, I personally believe that the firstly, uh, uh, natural medicine uh, and things that they used to use hundreds of years ago, I, I think, well, well, the plants have a use, I think, not, not in my diet, but they have a use in medicine. But I also think that hundreds and thousands of years ago, people seem to have more knowledge about how to actually heal the body than we do now. I think we've pretty much gone backwards in terms of that. We rely on all these drugs and stuff. We don't do anything. I think naturally you can, you can heal most things and things that you can't heal just through diet. You can heal with these other methods like you found. So that I, I love stuff like that. It's really interesting and, and amazing that you found that. And obviously it sounds like you said, it sounds skeptical at first, but you know, you've experienced it. So, you know, clearly it, it works. Yeah. And yeah, going back to, yeah, hundreds of years ago, we had a lot more knowledge on like what worked as well as uh, looking at different like parasite cleanses and protocols and things and how to use certain plants and herbs. There were certain foods people ate on purpose. Like you go to countries like India or Africa, they eat certain spices and things in their food on purpose as like a dewormer. So they knew like they were eating these for a reason. It wasn't just because it tasted good or something. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We've definitely gone backwards in, in most things. <laughs> so with, with the parasites, obviously you said that that therapy helped you with that. Did you get the parasites from food or where did you get those from? Yeah, I got, I got the parasites many different times from many different things. I think in our day and age, it's a lot easier to uh, attain parasites just because of the environment that we live in. It's a lot more, um, I guess, hosting for parasites so they can survive and thrive a lot better. So initially I got parasites from eating this piece of fish, which I'm not sure where it was sourced from because it was at a restaurant. So it probably was not sourced well and it didn't, it tasted slightly off. And at the time I just thought, whatever, it's a piece of fish, it's probably okay. And the next day I had this huge breakout. And then since that day of that breakout, it got worse and worse. And it was just this huge rash and it blew up the right side of my face. And until I got rid of the parasites, my skin never healed. So it was, I attribute that to the parasites. So that was my initial exposure to parasites. And then after that, I've been doing research on other ways because I was just trying to figure out how in the world I'm getting these parasites. And another way, uh, I think it's a lot more common now, is hookworm, which I also had, which is disgusting. Uh, you can get that. <laughs> it is. Uh, you can get that by just walking barefoot on certain um, not quite so clean environments. So if I were to go walk on a very dirty beach, you can get hookworm. And that's a very common way of getting it because it can just penetrate you right through your skin. So that's a way of getting it. Um, if not, then if your dog goes out, they normally go to smell other pet feces and things like that. They can pick it up like that and then they come back and then pet you, you pet them, not them petting you. And then you can get it like that. Uh, and then also water, tap water is another way to get it. And that's another way that I got it. So, yeah. Wow. Again, it's not really something people even consider most of the time, I think with parasites and you know with all those different ways to get it it's uh sounds like it's a much bigger danger than than people really think yeah. so what are the, what are the other 
you had obviously the uh, the mold. You had the radiation. You had the parasites. What was there? Any other health issues you were having? Uh, well, everything I guess that I had were just main symptoms based off of those three um, root causes. So those were like the initial and main causes for everything: mold, parasites, and radiation. Oh, yeah. and heavy metal poisoning. Yes, of course, of course. Yeah. And with the heavy metal poisoning, did you was it the same therapies that you used to to heal you from that, or did you use anything different? Uh, I didn't actually do anything because in the beginning of 2019, I had the blood test and it showed that I had an iron overload, so excessive iron, and that was my initial heavy metal poisoning. And then one year later, I had another uh, blood test and I had anemia, so it was the opposite. So <laughs> I think what happened there was uh, because I wasn't absorbing nutrients and vitamins due to the mold poisoning, that kind of helped to get rid of the heavy metal poisoning. But more so recently uh, with the uranium uh, and that uh, radiation exposure, uranium, depleted uranium is also a heavy metal. So it was heavy metals plus radiation. And I've just been using binders as well as, um, certain radiation detox protocols to heal that. And also the frequency and the biogeometry therapies. Good news. Our podcast is now available on another new platform. This one is called Newsly. It's an all-in-one audio super app for iOS and Android. It basically finds the trending articles on the web for any topic you can think of, and it reads them out to you in a natural human voice, so you don't even have to read them yourself. You can follow any kind of topics on there. There's sports, there's business, health, Bitcoin, even the Kardashians, if you really want to know about them. And they also have podcasts, of course, your favorite. The Health World Podcast is there. They've got podcasts from over 80 countries, and I listen to all of my podcasts on there now, and they even have digital radio. So you can download and use Newsly for free from www.newsly.me or from the link in the description. And if you use the promo code WEALTH, I'll also put that in the description, you will get a one-month free premium subscription. So go and download Newsly now, subscribe to our podcast, and get your one-month free. Okay, that's awesome. That's awesome. So are you are you kind of free of that now or do you still have any any issues with it yeah I'm uh I think I'm pretty much healed from it now uh, I'm still dealing a bit with the parasites just because we've traveled recently and unfortunately was exposed to tap water again so I've noticed some symptoms and things based off of that so then I'm doing once again a uh, like deworming protocol but everything else I think is pretty much gone Okay. That's good. That's good to hear. So yeah. you, you spent a couple of years, you said eating kind of animal based, What what, what was your kind of typical diet during that time? And what were the kind of the effects on your health? Yeah. Uh, that didn't work so well for me. <laughs> because <laughs> I didn't, yeah. I didn't address any of the underlying conditions. So that kind of looked like either one day eating a steak with butter to another day eating like a lot of sausage with ketchup and things like that, um, eating a lot of cheese. So we were doing a lot of the um, alternative, I think it's like there's the cloud bread pizzas and things like that. So we were eating a lot of those types of things, which it was a lot of dairy products. And uh, due to the mold, I had a lot of um, mucus issues. So I had the nasal drip and my voice was very nasally. So eating a lot of the dairy products was definitely not helping me, but I didn't think about it at the time. 
Um, as well as I was just feeling starving all the time because I wasn't absorbing any of the nutrients of the food. So I would overconsume uh, cheese with ketchup, which is just disgusting to, <laughs> to think about now. But so it was a lot of those things like ground beef and bacon and sauces like hot sauce and ketchup. So it was kind of carnivore, but with sauces, I was consuming dark chocolate and a lot of dairy products. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I, I imagine from, from what you've said so far with uh, everything you've had, I imagine as well, dairy would have been a, a lot more likely to have a negative reaction with you considering all the other stuff you had going on. I mean, it's, there's a lot of people that struggle with dairy who, who do carnivore, not everyone can have it. So I imagine in your situation, it was not, not the best. Yeah. At the time it was not good at all, but now I can tolerate it without a problem i just choose uh to consume less dairy yeah 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 okay that's good that's good um so what was it that brought you back to carnivore and how long ago was that yeah uh so in i think it was august of 2021 i was severely overweight and I had the uh, skin issues and I was depressed and I felt terrible about everything and then I twisted my ankle and that was just a little point for me so that at that point I thought I need to change something in my life so I began listening to podcasts like uh, Alan Watts as well as Jordan Peterson and then of course through Jordan Peterson you eventually get to Michaela Peterson so then I was listening to her for a couple of months and then finally I think it was in mid-January, February-ish of uh, 2022, I just went full-on carnivore overnight and severely reduced my portion size because I just wanted to see results as fast as possible. If not, then I thought I would be discouraged and nothing in my life would work. So I did that. And then after about two months, I noticed huge differences. Uh, I still did not notice any skin differences. It had significantly but I was still getting breakouts and then after around four to five months I thought okay I'm I've been carnivore for a long time now I shouldn't be getting uh, these breakouts and then I began to look into my past to see okay what possibly could be an underlying health condition that is causing these and then that's where I got to the mold and then it wasn't until um, I had another exposure to parasites that I thought I had a um, exposure to parasites in the past so then I address that and then that is when I began to feel my best yeah because that makes a lot of sense really because when you're talking about the mold was stopping you from absorbing a lot of the nutrients then obviously with the carnival diet you would have been unable to get a lot of the benefits if your body was preventing you from really absorbing it so the, the first kind of couple months how you said you felt better but how much better did you feel? Was it a lot or did you still feel a bit not great considering that you weren't being able to get all the nutrients you needed? Yeah, I was feeling amazing just because I had lost all this weight. So I looked great. <laughs> I thought, wow, I feel and look amazing. Uh, so that was great as well as all of my joint pain went away. My bunions went away because wearing point shoes all the time, it made it even more painful to have the bunions. Um, so that went away immediately as well as uh, the joint pain. So I got so flexible also because of um, the muscle recuperation and recovery time was so much faster. Uh, so that just made me a lot more loose. And uh, yeah, so 
those results were there. I became a lot more um, focused and I could focus on things. So it was easier for when I was studying later on for ballet and the training, my resistance for training as well, my stamina improved significantly, but then it went down again once I got exposed to parasites. Uh, but those were the initial um, things that I felt. That's awesome that you were still able to get such benefit, even with the, those issues going on inside of you with the, the mold and preventing you getting the full benefit, but you were still getting so much benefit. And it kind of shows so much that things like joint pain are just down to the, the carbohydrates and the other stuff that people eat. So just even if you weren't getting the full benefit of the meat, the fact that you cut out that stuff um, had the benefit of removing your joint pain even before you were fully reaping the benefits of carnivore. Yeah. Yeah. Even just like the smallest thing. Like when I initially went keto, I wasn't really eating anything that was non-keto before I went keto. It was just like one small chocolate every night and that was it. But just removing that one small chocolate made all the difference. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it does. I, I had um, the other week on the podcast, actually, I, I was speaking to Barry, who's my, my co-host on with me normally. And I had, it was my wife's birthday recently. and our family tradition is pancakes in the morning and so i'd i'd and i decided to allow myself a treat i'd earned it and i was like i'll just have it for a one-off and i had done most of my morning exercise before i made pancakes i had the pancakes i finished my exercise after and and for my squats my knee hurt every time i went down and the rest of the time it didn't and i was saying to it just just that little bit of sugar makes such a difference it's crazy i think until you've experienced it you, you, people just don't don't believe you when you say it but it makes such a difference yeah and until you like feel absolutely amazing from removing all of these things it's only then that if you reintroduce something you'll notice these small little things because a lot of people just think it's normal to have this knee pain and they'll just ignore it because they think that's a normal thing but until you remove everything and then you reintroduce something or try something like you said you'll really notice it and it makes a huge difference yeah, ab absolutely. Yeah. We, I noticed that a lot with things and, you know, people think that being bloated and feeling tired and full after a meal is normal. And it's not until, like you say, you spend a bit of time, not like that. And then now I eat the slightest thing that I don't normally eat. And I can just tell that I feel off. And I say to my wife, oh, that'll be that. And she's like, how, how can it just be that? But, you know, until you've experienced it, you know, you can tell. And when that's your norm, like you say, people don't eat a meal and think oh, I feel rough because that's how they feel but when you've eaten pure and you feel great after every meal if you just eat one thing not great you you really feel the difference it's it's amazing yeah so once you started to get everything under control in terms of the parasites and the molds as well and then then how did you start to feel on carnival you said you started to feel even more benefit then yeah um after i think around 10-ish months, so just a couple months ago, because I've been carnivore for almost a year and a half now, uh, depression completely went away and all of those like internal negative thoughts that just kind of loom over you, those all went away. So that was a huge one for me, um, just dealing with that, as well as uh, even more inflammation uh, went away. So even more oxy weight loss and uh, just stable energy, which has been a huge thing, as well as no longer getting any breakouts. However, anytime I'm exposed to a different environment. So recently I was in a bigger city. I'll notice I'll get certain things just because I guess, unlike other people, because I've been exposed to so many things, I'm a lot more uh, sensitive to just these 
so-called normal things. Um, so then I'll get a small breakout or things like that. But uh, yeah, ever since removing the parasites and dealing with the mold, those have been the ultimate benefits of mental clarity, even more inflammation has gone down, uh, depression gone away, anxiety as well, and then uh, not getting any more breakouts. That is awesome. That's yeah. awesome. And I, I think the mental side, again, is something that a lot of people struggle to understand at first, how just eating differently can have such an effect on you you mentally with depression, anxiety, stress, but it's it makes such a difference. And like you said, with the being able to concentrate and focus that you know it's the the brain fog isn't it that pe people are just wandering around with it thinking it's normal but it's you can really tell the difference when you start eating properly and that just kind of lifts and you can see clearly uh, and feel clearly that was one of the other things i had actually on that day when i ate the sugar i felt really stressed the rest of that day for no apparent reason um which, which again was from it which it's it's crazy the differences that it that it can make yeah, that as well as I've noticed, uh, which I wanted to add on as another benefit is uh, your memory improves a lot on carnivore or, or just more so animal-based when you're removing all of those toxic foods or things that you intake is your memory improves. And you can even like remember stuff that you possibly could have forgotten of. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And there's, you know, there, there's science that, that backs up the reasons behind that as well. But um, I think a lot of people aren't that open to, discovering new things and, and to giving it a chance to actually uh, to actually be true so I imagine it must have made a huge difference to your your career I, I take it that you your career is a, as a ballerina it's not just a, a hobby and <laughs> yes. yeah so I mean that must have been a huge struggle for you before with I mean with the the weight and the joint pain and all the other stuff you were going through that must have been really hard for you to keep that up yeah, uh, it was. I remember uh, during my training and then when I was training privately. So I was first with like an institution. So a lot of group classes, a lot more classes. And then I did um, private training. But I remember in during the break times, I would have to lay down on my back with my legs up to just add some more flow because of the anemia. Anytime I would bend down, I would just black out almost and it wasn't good. So I'd have to also just for the leg swelling and circulation have to put my legs up. And then when it got even worse, uh, when I was training privately, I would sit for hours on end in my room, just with my legs up on my back to just ease any circulatory pain because I had, um, just a lot of, I'm not really sure how to describe it. It just felt like there was a hold on specifically my legs and no circulation happening. So it was very uncomfortable, not painful, but to some certain extent painful. So I'd have to yeah, sit up with my legs to hopefully like drain out any leg swelling. And so, yeah, it has definitely improved with my training for many reasons. Yeah. Yeah. I can imagine. And you, and you said as well, obviously with the joint pain going, you said you feel it's made you more, more flexible and more energy um, with your training and everything like that. Yeah, yeah, I can, um, I can go back to the studio every single day and uh, approach my training with the same amount of energy and stamina and without that uh, muscle cramping or pain because before my recuperation was terrible, uh, that if anything, my technique and training would just begin to go downhill because I was so sore all the time that I couldn't stretch and I couldn't do any of the exercises properly because it would just 
tight and sore, whereas now it's a lot better. So then I can stretch the same amount to the same extent every single day, as well as approach every single training session with the same amount of uh, energy and uh, yeah, strength. Yeah, that's a, that's a huge difference. Um, and especially when that's around your career as well, that's not something to be, to be taken lightly. That's, that's a life-changing uh, difference that you've got there that absolutely and uh, you know I'm, I'm not surprised that you were you know struggling with depression and stuff like that when you if you're physically struggling that much with with your career and what I imagine was your dream that's that's really going to take it out of someone so that's amazing that it's uh, that it's been able to have that improvement across everything for you and you said you've mentioned your mum quite a lot she seems like she's been really supportive with you through the through the journey does has she is, does she eat carnivore with you as well yeah, she eats, I guess, like you can see 95% carnivore to some extent. Um, she still has like dark chocolate and some things like that and wine. <laughs> yeah, of course. She hasn't, yeah, she hasn't given up those things. But apart from that, she's carnivore. Okay, cool. And has she seen seen benefits herself from it? Yeah, I actually asked her the other day because a lot of people have asked me this recently. Like, what does your mom notice? Uh, she hasn't really had so many um, health problems as myself she's been exposed to several of the similar things but they haven't really affected her quite as much um but she used to have a lot of knee pain and that's gone away she can stretch a lot more exercise a lot more um so those things as well as focus a lot more so the brain fog has gone away and the mental clarity has come out i guess yeah yeah that's great because i i find I, i didn't have um you know any serious health issues or anything like that i i went carnivore just i began to discover more and more and and i just wanted to be as optimally healthy as i could be but i i just think even even for people who are reasonably healthy you just along the way just discover different benefits you know like the the joint joint pain and muscle pain after after working or playing sport that when uh, my my gums stopped bleeding. my gums used to bleed every time i brushed my teeth they stopped bleeding um, the mental clarity as well. There's, there's um, been tons of, I, I can't even remember them all off the top of my head now, but you just notice that even little, obviously for you in your position, you had some really big, obvious benefits. But I think even for people who feel generally healthy, there's a lot of benefits that you'll still kind of just discover as you go. Yeah. I, yeah that just reminds me now that, yeah, I used to have my gums bleed too when I would brush my teeth. Not all the time, but ever so often that doesn't happen anymore. So yeah, there we go. Another... <laughs> That's it. That's it. I just like every couple months, I would just suddenly notice, oh, hold on a minute. I don't get that anymore. It's just you just realize another benefit. I, had, I actually another one I noticed recently is my eyesight is actually better, too, which I've heard some other people mention as well. So, yeah, it's just um, it's the gift that keeps on giving, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Because I used to have um, these eye floaters all the time. And that's also something that you do have to detox. But it had reduced significantly uh going carnivore cutting out a bunch of things because it got to a point where it was all these black things i can see perfectly fine but it would be through all those things floating around in my eyes and those significantly reduced and then cleaning out parasites reduces it but yeah eyesight has improved a lot yeah that is awesome do you do you feel that just from obviously listening to your story and things you've come into contact with and the things that you've got do you feel that you potentially you have like a genetic disposition somehow to be more um more at risk of these things like the parasites and the mold and the radiation than other people 
Uh, I'm not really sure. I don't really think so, just because my whole family, um, going back, they didn't really have any health problems. There was never anyone with really any health problems. I think the main cause as to why now I'm so sensitive is because of my initial exposures were just there for way too long without actually cleansing them out. So I had all these things for just a long period of time, about three years, where I didn't do anything about them. So I think that was initially, the, yeah, the reason. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that that does make sense because obviously you said about your mother was exposed to some of the same things as you, and she didn't seem to to react so badly. So obviously you've you kind of fixed everything yourself uh, along the story. Were, were there times where you've gone to, you know, the doctors and the healthcare system at, and did you get much help there? No, <laughs> um, <laughs> not once. No, because uh, my mom and especially with my older sister, uh, we've had very bad experiences with typical conventional um, healthcare system in the past. So I didn't even try to go there. There were many times where I myself thought, well, without telling my mom, I'm going to go and do that because obviously she must not know what she's <laughs> talking about. And obviously that must work. And then uh, thank God I didn't uh, for many different reasons, but no, I didn't try any of those just because of past experiences. We haven't had any good results with them. So it wasn't an option. That's fair. I agree that you were better off not going. I'm not uh, not a huge fan of the the healthcare system in general. Obviously, I've only really experienced it in the UK, but I'm sure it's similar around the world. And it's um, I especially think with what you had with terms of mold and parasites, I I don't know that there's they even really know too much about that. I don't think you'd have got too much help on that. They'd have probably tried to put you on some kind of medication for something and just hoped it worked. <laughs> Yeah, they don't really, I was reading up a lot about specifically uh, parasites. There's a lot of different things, even depression. A lot of people get misdiagnosed and they just go on antidepressants or it can even cause arthritis. So things like that, there's a lot of different things that um, parasites can cause. Even if your lung collapses, that can be caused by parasites. So there's a lot of different symptoms and things that you can get from parasites, which doctors will just misdiagnose and then give you some other thing which won't solve the problem, of course, but they'll just think, oh, it's that, and they won't actually look into other tests or things that they can do to figure out what the main cause is. So, yeah, no, I probably would not have got any help, really. <laughs> no, you'd have probably ended up worse off. They'd give you some drugs that would have given you some side effects and uh, made the whole situation worse. Yeah. So, so have you, how have kind of, obviously your mum's been super supportive. Other people around you in your life, how have they kind of, reacted to your your story and the things you've had to do do, do people kind of I suppose the word I wouldn't say they don't believe you but you know are people kind of skeptical of the the things you've had to do and what you've had yeah um well most people that I meet now as I look now they for the most part don't believe me uh, and <laughs> unless <laughs> unless they see a photo or if I if they see something on my social media of something they'll be like oh my god I had no idea I'm like yeah, so it's amazing that I myself, as well as my mom, and uh, I'm not sure about my sister, um, would recognize me. They don't really recognize me from then. During that time when I was at my worst, uh, it was during 2020 and 2021, so a lot of things were locked down, so I didn't get to see a lot of people. So there's not a lot of people that would see me now and think, oh, wow, she's uh, 
she had all that and then changed. Um, but yeah, as far as family, <laughs> the most supportive is my mom. My sister does see the benefits um, and I've tried to convince her to as well go carnivore because she also has some issues, but I don't know what's not clicking there for her <laughs> to go carnivore. But I have, um, yeah, everyone that I meet is very supportive and yeah. So generally a good experience with that. Good, good. No, that's good to hear. And has there been anyone you've been able to help from your experiences and, and been able to give them good advice and maybe help them? I imagine a lot of people that have parasites don't even know they have parasites probably. Yeah, there are yeah a lot of different symptoms from parasites. Uh, well, I had posted a couple of videos about parasites and acne mold, and I got a lot of messages saying or asking me what they should be taking for parasites because they think they have parasites. So a lot of people have been messaging me about that as well as uh, skincare. So I have made some difference. So I'm very happy about that as well as uh, in personal interactions, I've convinced I think two people to go at least more animal-based, which has been very nice. Um, but yeah, so far that's just been my, uh, I guess, influence on the, yeah, on people. That's, that, that's great to hear. Like if, yeah. from, if we can use our experiences to help people and, and make people more healthy, that that's brilliant. That's, that's part of it and trying to get the message out there. And, you know, that's why we have people on like you to share your story, because I think, uh, personal stories, real life people talking about what really happened to them is, is the best way to get a message out there. We can all, you know, we can all say certain things and you can pull up certain research that says this and that, but you know, until you see someone who's actually experienced it and been through it, that's, I think the most powerful way to, to get a message out there, which, and I mean, I've, you know, there's, there's things you've said about the parasites in the mold. I'm like, wow. Okay. I didn't even know that. I'm going to, I'm going to look into stuff like that more. It's um, it's great to get it out there. I think we have a pretty poor, as we said before, a pretty poor overall view of health nowadays, uh, a lot worse than we used to and of diet as well. So we're trying to get that message out there that everything can be healed and reversed naturally with diet or as you say, these other natural methods that you were using that have worked so well. Yeah, I think, yeah, it's, it's great that you have a podcast and you're getting it out there. Um, as well as I also now based off of my own experience, uh, I don't always trust like an expert's opinion because until you experience something, I'm a lot more willing now to listen to people who have experienced something and healed something, even if they don't have a medical background, which is why I think like these interviews are so much more powerful than maybe a paper because it can say something, but it's really personal the way it affects you. And maybe your personal experience can help someone else. That's why I'm grateful that you have me on here as well as all the other, other interviews, because to me, that's a lot more powerful than maybe just a paper explaining what you could do to help your situation. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think a lot more people are starting to wake up over the last two, three years to the fact that, you know, experts and are not experts in a lot of stuff. And, you know, there, there's often someone paying their wages, who's telling them what to, you know, what to say and what views to have. So figuring it out yeah. for yourself or listening to someone like yourself, who's been there and done it you know, that's the best way to, to learn and to, to advance for sure. So uh, another question I'm interested on, obviously you eat, you eat carnival. Now, what, what's your, what's your kind of average diet that you eat daily for just to give people an idea? Yeah. Uh, well now uh, I've recently started, I'm not sure why uh, doing like 
Uh, there was this one bodybuilder that ate a lot of steak and eggs. So I'm doing that for breakfast <laughs> now where I'll have either steak or some form of ground meat. So whether that's like beef or bison or lamb and an egg. So I'll have that for breakfast. I typically just have two meals a day, sometimes a small snack in the evening, but I don't get that hungry. Uh, and then for lunch, it's either hamburger meat. So either ground beef, ground bison, lamb. I stick to a lot of ruminant animals, but I don't have a problem with chicken or poultry or pork. So I do still eat those things. I know some people do have uh, sensitivities to that, but I don't. Uh, so I'll just have that. And then sometimes a snack, which would just be leftover from lunch. And that's it. Yeah. Awesome. That's one of the things I love about the kind of the diet is how simple it is. It's, it's literally so simple. It's, you know, it doesn't need to be complicated. You have your, your basic foods. And like you say, you only need to eat, you know, some people eat once a day, some people eat twice a day, but you know, you, you can really just make it so simple. And I mean, for me, it doesn't get repetitive at all. I, I could eat mostly the same meals every day and it's, I, I think it's great. They taste amazing. And uh, I think your body craves it as, as it heals your body and your body can tell that that's the nutrition it needs. I find it actually starts to taste better the longer you're on the, on the diet. Yes. Yeah. I, I find that too, that it tastes better. There was, I think for one whole month where I just ate the same thing every, every single day and every single day I was craving it even more, even though it was the same <laughs> repetitive meal. But I think, yeah, over time you crave it so much just because of how nutrient dense it is and then you feel better. That's it. Yeah. Your body, your body knows it needs it. I think your, your body's really smart and, once we cut out all the rubbish we were eating before you you can just listen to your body when you're hungry you eat and if, if you're full halfway for a meal your body's had enough you stop and it will start to crave the the meals that you should be eating so i think once we cut out all the noise and the rubbish you, you can really just listen to your body and it's it's as i said before it's quite simple yeah and that's the great thing about it is it's very simple and it saves you a lot of time yes yeah, exactly. Yeah. You don't, you don't have to count calories. You don't have to measure stuff out. You don't have to starve yourself. You just, you know, I just get food. I eat till I'm full and then, then I stop. It's easy. But that's it, it. Yeah, exactly. Any, anyone can do it. It's, it's super easy. And it makes shopping easy too. I mean, you've only got to get about five different products in your shopping and, and that's it. That's awesome. Um, so what moving, moving forward, your, your plans, how, how is your ballet career going? I imagine Conval's helped you. Where, where are you at and what, what are your future plans? Yeah, uh, so I just moved from Texas to Utah. There's a lot of ballet here. So I do still have some future plans with that. But uh, more so recently, I've been more motivated um, just because of my experience to pursue a bit more of the health, um, I guess, aspect of my life. <laughs> so I would like to share more about um, my experience as well as getting the information out there because I know that it would have simplified my life if all this information was just condensed in one place when I needed it. Um, so I want to do that as well as I was training to be a carnivore coach. Uh, so I do have that as well now. Um, so that is my plans with that to hopefully continue pushing out just content to hopefully just help anyone and uh, be approachable as well. I just uh, personally have, I guess, uh, like a bit of a shyness to approaching certain bigger figures so I want to be like an approachable person where if you're in the same situation that I was in or similar or whatever health condition you can just message me asking for advice or help so I want to kind of have that 
yeah that's awesome that is, that is brilliant that's what our, our whole aim is 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 helping people helping people get to, to better health to optimal health and i really think that the your experiences with the the mold and the parasites i think that's a real um a real subject that i don't think a lot of people have knowledge on i, th- I think that's something that would be really powerful if you were to to try and get some information out there i think there's a lot of people could be helped by that because i mean i've been concentrating on health uh, carnivore and things like that for uh, over a year and i wouldn't say i've really come across any good information on that before speaking to you so i i think that's definitely a an area you you could target and make a big difference in i will have to yeah focus more on that then <laughs> i yeah i guess my view of the internet or my um, exposure to the internet since i've searched it up so much i see a lot of that content so then i just assume that everyone knows about it but i guess not yeah i guess it's finding it isn't it same as you know on on social media where we're within kind of the carnival sphere and you see everyone's talking about it but then you forget that outside of that bubble there's a huge amount of people that have no idea about it or the benefits and think it's completely crazy and and ridiculous and you've got to try and transfer the information to them but remembering that they have no idea and think that we're all nutty yeah, to kind of, uh, I guess, put it out there in a way so it doesn't seem quite so crazy and uh, controversial, but a bit more uh, realistic. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. And these, as we said before, these personal stories are the perfect way to do that, yeah. which is awesome. So th- thank you so much for coming on um, and giving us some of your time. It, it's been a very interesting conversation. As I said before, I've, I've learned um, a fair bit and I'm going to look into some more of that stuff that you've been talking about. That's really interesting and um, because... As I said, I, I believe there's a lot of people that are probably suffering from parasites, mold, and, and have no idea. So thank you very much for sharing your story. Yeah, well, thank you for having me on. That's all right. No problem at all. Uh, I hope everyone uh, listening and watching has enjoyed it too. We'll see you again next week for another episode, and let's get optimal together. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning into the show. I really hope that you enjoyed it. If you have any questions or topics you'd like us to cover on the podcast or you'd like to appear on it, then please contact us at hwpoduk at gmail.com on our website, which is healthwealthuk.com or on any of our social medias, which are at hwpoduk. Please make sure you like, subscribe, share it with all your friends and family and we will see you next week.